AJP, 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 Hey, hey, what's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's Bayer Jesse here with the truth about God and money coming to you again. Today's topic uh, comes from a segment of the show I used to do called Couples Cash and um, primarily discusses finance and relationships, the effects of um, struggles with regards to your finances and how it may impact your relationship um, and things like that. I'm, I'm in this episode, going to provide a little bit of advice to women on how to choose their mate and what it looks like now. This is a very dangerous thing for me to do, um, but it's coming strictly out of the word. I'm using Genesis, Proverbs, and a couple things to help you identify uh, the man of God that you are looking for. Um, now, you probably don't want to hear anything of what I got to say because you probably think you know what you're doing, but... Again, we are all responsible for picking our mate, and sometimes we make some bad choices, and we have to deal with those consequences. So I'm trying to get up front um, to help you, you know, pick the right person from the beginning, so you don't have um, any more issues or struggles. And again, this is to my uh, single people, particularly my single uh, single ladies. This is directed to you, and men, you should listen. And you, you may or may not like what I'm going to say, but I don't care. Um, so we'll start with uh, the book of Genesis, and I am going to read from chapter 2, verse 15 on to, I would say, 2021. Okay, so Genesis, this is where we're going to start in the beginning, right? Um, Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, and it reads... And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. Okay, let's start Start with that. So this is a controversial statement, but it's, it's, it's true. Um, you are not a man if God didn't create and shape you. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care what the parents did. I don't care what school he went to. Um, I don't care how successful he is. You are not a man. This is based on scripture. You are not a man. If God did not bring you to life, create, shape, and mold you. Now, the first thing that God did, obviously, when he created you, he put you in a place where you are supposed to be. He did not say, now go roam freely. He created man and he put him somewhere. And then he put him to work. So if your man that you like or am interested in is not working, and guess what? He is not. I know this sounds crazy, but he is he is not of God and he may not be for you. Now, there are instances where people lose their jobs or whatever else. And I'm going to go through some Bible verses um, regarding work in a second. But know that the first thing is that if he is not of God, God did not shape and mold him. You are going to have trouble because you're not going to understand anything that he's doing. You're not going to understand the purpose behind what he's doing, his actions. You know why? Because God did not give them to him. He was not shaped and molded in the image of God. Therefore, he is not a man. He may be a boy masquerading as a man. He may be a male. And those are two different things, right? 
First thing you would do when you, you, you're born into this world of the flesh, you are a male. Okay. Then you become a boy, which means you're savvy and you're crafty and you can manipulate people to get and satisfy those male wants and needs. Right. We're still talking about the physical. And then there's manhood. Manhood is shaped by God. And if you are not shaped by God, you are not a man. Then what did he do? He created the garden. He put him in a place where he could be successful and he told him to get to work. He said, dress it and keep it. Now that requires action and activity and work. So verse 16, and the Lord, oh God, commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. And out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every file of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So let's be clear here. When God said, I will make you a help meet. He did not create women. Okay. I know. I know you're not going to like this at all. When God said, I will make you a help meet. He is again putting man to work. Right. I'm going to give you the tools and resources. I'm going to put you in an environment where you can be successful. I'm going to put you and give you the resources you need to be successful. Now go be successful and multiply those blessings that I've given you. Then he told man, so you got to work, right? Then he gave man responsibility. So when he created these animals, now man has responsibility. He has to learn how to tend to those living things. So one thing he has to be of God, he has to work and he has to be responsible. How is he functioning in his responsibility? Is he even responsible at all? Then he asks man to name. So now he is creative and he is creating in the image of God. So now he's creating names. Is the man creating within his own space based on the resources God has provided and where he put the man? Is he creating? Is he naming? Does he have the responsibility? Verse 20. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast in the field. But for Adam, there was not found a help meet for him. Okay. So Adam said that wasn't enough. God you said he was going to create a help meet. And God gave him all the tools necessary for him to be successful. And Adam says, yeah, that's great. That's kind of not what I was talking about. But um, how about, you know, you do something else for me? And God says, okay. So 21. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall under Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman and brought her unto man. Adam said, this is now the bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because... She was taken out of man. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be 
one flesh. And they were both naked, and the man and the wife, and were not ashamed. All right. So then understand that only after man who can't be a man unless he is with God or is of God. So you need someone who is formed by God and of God, follows God, listens to God, works, right? The dress and keep part, right? Understands diet. Now, the Bible talks about diet, right? Understands how to feed himself because if he can't feed himself, how is he going to feed you and the rest of the family? So now God's talking about what to eat, how to eat. God places him in a place where he can be successful. Does he leave that place where God put him? Does he go off and do other things? After he places him in that place where he can be successful, he provides him all of the tools and resources. Does he have the tools and resources to be successful? These are a lot of the questions that you need to ask yourself before you decide, ladies, on a mate. Men, listen closely because this is who you need to be. Then he has responsibility. All right. He's in charge of animals. He's naming animals. He's creative. He is creating as God is creating. Then after that, after God has done this work with man, because the same thing that he has done with all of those resources and tools he needs to do with his wife. So God has given man practice before he blesses him with a wife. Some of us want wives and we haven't accomplished a thing. We are not of God. We do not work, dress, and keep. We do not eat appropriately. We do not provide what we need to. We are not creative. We do not create. We do not have the tools and resources to sustain a healthy family. I know you probably probably turned this one off. It's okay. I understand. It's, it's kind of hard. So that's where it begins. So, so let me give you a few more verses um, pertaining to what what I believe um, manhood is about. So Proverbs 6, um, this is verse 6 through 12. It says, go to the ant thou sluggard, consider her ways and be wise, which having no guide, overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall thy poverty come. As one that traveleth and thy want as an armed man. Now we're going to move to 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. Ladies, I don't just write this down. Write all of these verses down so that when you meet a man and you go through this criteria, if he does not measure up, keep it moving. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 8. But if any provide not for his own. And especially for those of his own house he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel so we already talked about in genesis what god said right dress it keep it work eat the right thing eat what you're supposed to eat provide the food and nourishment for the family have responsibility create use the abundance of resources which god has provided you 
right? That's how this verse comes into play. But he, if, but if any provide not for his own, especially for those of his own house, he have denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Proverbs verse 22, uh, chap, uh, no, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Seeth thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, he shall not stand before mean men. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. All right, 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 3, again, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10 through 11. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there is some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Mm-hmm. Proverbs Chapter 14, verse 23. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of the lips tend only to penury, which is poverty. And the last one. Um, I will say uh, Proverbs 28, um, verse 19. He that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall have poverty in plenty. All right, that's what I got on uh, couples cash and women how to identify men of God. Um, men, if you don't fit the boat, we're working hard to do it. I salute you. Keep it up. Keep faith. Uh, study the word and stay strong in it, and uh, things will work out just fine. Again, it's by here, Jesse, the truth about God and money. Quick couple minutes, couple cash. Um, coming back to you soon. Enjoy.